Blog Talk Radio. Oh, happy thing, no matter how you say it. 
what you do Love is universal and know that, know that someone's loving you No matter how you say it, it only matters what you do Each day please take the time to tell someone that I love you make this look good. And the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby! What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kyer, and you are now rocking with the best. Woo! Family, 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 family. I am pleased as, I don't want to say pickle juice, because I don't know how good pickle juice is, but, you know, the peas was going together. So I could say pleased as peach wine, but, you know, I'm not like a wine advocate anymore as much as I used to be. So I don't want to use that one. So I'm going to just say I'm just tickled chocolate brown like I am to be on this show tonight to bring you all uh, another ladies night show on sometimeometry night here with coach on Coach K Radio. Please send this link out. Please uh, repost it or share it on somebody else's page on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And the hashtag is, I guess, ladies night sometimeometry or Simto Ladies Night, or just Ladies Night and give them the phone number. Just say Healing Ladies, Late, Womb Healing. That There we go. Womb Healing Tonight. Anything like that is going to get the message out there to as many women and men who need to hear this particular subject tonight. Um, for me, one of, it's, it's just like amazing 
how I come up with subjects and 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 show topics. I was really every show topic I've done on with uh, concerning and dealing with symptometry has been personal, meaning that I know someone who has a condition. I could have been in a debate with someone and I didn't have enough information and I wanted to go back and, you know, find out what was the scientific cause behind it or it was somebody in my personal family. So I've done at least three or four shows on diabetes, healing diabetes with symptometry because I have two homeboys in Fayetteville, North Carolina, who I love. And I make the show so maybe they may listen in. But I know it's a, another couple million people who may be suffering from diabetes or symptoms of diabetes as well. And the show can do them some, some good also. Uh, tonight's show is endometriosis and dyspareunia. Endometriosis and dyspareunia. Now, when I heard these words, I heard endo and I heard endocrine system. But that's far as I could go. And then I heard uh, osis on the end. And I was like, uh-oh, that's a condition. And then the person told me about it. They had, they were cheerful and gleeful. But the, when they opened up and trusted me enough to tell me and share about the condition, I could really sense that it was something that they wanted to get past. And the big thing was, one day I want to have a baby. So I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Endometrius has something to do with children, and you can't have babies? And I was like, okay, what what do we do? And so I said, I do what I always do. I go to people wiser than myself and seek answers. And that's what I'm doing tonight is I'm calling in the troops and saying, look, I need y'all to come in and help me with this topic of endometriosis. Um, I don't have children. But I want children. And what if you really love somebody and they tell you this ha they tell you that they have this condition? What are you gonna do? Like as a man, you gotta go find out. You don't wanna go so I went to the internet and of course, you know, their solutions is uh drugs, medications, heavy heavy dope. Like there's a difference between medication and heavy dope, which is the hormones. And, of course, intrusive surgery or let's just cut something out. And I was like, no, I got to do some research on this. So I got on the horn to my team of scientists, and I said, tonight I'm going to do a show once again for one person, even though once I went and looked at the numbers, five million, five, over 5 million women suffer from this every year, like American women, not African-American or European-American, but five over 5 million women every year have this issue going on, right? And so I said, well, let me go and find out for myself. Because sometimes, so for instance, 
I like I said, I've, I've done four diabetes shows for just two of my homeboys in Fayetteville, but they still have not quite, you know, they haven't listened to the show, they haven't called in, they haven't called Dr. Abbott or Dr. Nardi or, you know, to get a consultation or Dr. Weinick, and I still do the show because I still love people, you know, and I want people to have a better life. So, as I said, when I heard this condition from this sister, because it wasn't a man who told me about it, but tonight I'm going to find out, does endometriosis, like, does it affect men and women? I know it would affect me if I knew my woman had it and it made her um, sad or didn't make her feel whole. And this is all about healing the womb, which so many things are attached to in women. Um, I could, I, I probably could keep on talking and talking on the intro, but um, I'm going to go ahead and pull in my esteemed colleagues who are much smarter than me. That's a strategy I teach everybody. Never be the smartest person on your team. So I'm going to pull in my scientists who have successfully treated this condition and cured it. So that's why I was like, yo, let me get to this and find out how symptometry deals with this particular subject. Uh, first of all, y'all got to make sure y'all get up on y'all feet, put y'all's hand together for a real, real close friend of mine, my personal uh, physician, my sounding board, my friend, my doctor, my partner in rhyme. He's an omega. He's an engineer. He's a, a 15 years in the game in oriental medicine in energy work. Luhu Bafa, uh, a striving master. Y'all, uh, acupuncture, acupressure. Y'all, please put y'all hands together for Doctor Charles. It's awesome, baby. Good evening, Dr. Abbott. I'm toasting you right now with a combination of pineapple and ginger juice right now. How you feeling tonight? Oh, salute, brother. Yes, sir. How you doing, Coach Kayet? Uh Once again, it's uh, great to be with you. And it really just um, amazes me, and I think it's fantastic that, I mean, here we are in another December. And uh, how long have we been on with Coach Kaye now? Ooh, Four- man. Man, man, it seems like yesterday. It seems that's all I can I say. I know it. it seems I like yesterday. Mean, I mean, we're coming up on a, you know another December here. I'm going, man. We're going into another year. Yeah, but I mean, so March, is March is our, March is our anniversary. So I think, um, I think March, it, I think March would be coming on three years. Wow. Okay, three, four. Okay. I, I mean, I tell you, man, it's it's really fantastic, and um, I'm. I'm always happy to be here with you and so that we can just kick it around and, and really talk about science and life and how it affects us on um, so many levels and how can we can be productive. I just had a conversation with a uh, young lady today, and she you know she works in the, uh, the medical field and goes around to different facilities. And, you know, she was really disheartened to see so much illness and sickness that is, you know, in these hospitals and, and oftentimes people that don't need to be there. And and so many people that that don't get the attention but only know about the basic choices in um, conventional uh, Western medicine for the most part. And, you know, they're, they're there receiving 
those treatments, but none of it is really addressing the issue that they have, and it's only just creating more and more illness and create and causing the, the the pain, the disease, the blood to get more much more dirtier, and create you know many other problems. So when you brought up the issue of endometriosis, I can remember as a uh, acupuncture student. Back in the mid '90s, man, uh, out there in New Mexico, that was like one of the, one of the, you know, some of the main cases, some of the cases that that would come in. You know, we hear people speaking of, and and many of the students themselves uh, would would have that, you know, would be suffering from the condition, and that was that's what drove them to come out and study. So it, it like you said, you know, you talk to one person. But then here you're looking at millions upon millions of women who are, um, you know, having to deal with it and suffering from the effects of um, so-called, you know, symptoms of endometriosis. Right. And then the add-on was the other word I had to learn how to pronounce. That's why I put the that's why I put the uh I put the pronunciation up there, dyspareunia or dyspareunia. Right, dyspareunia. Um and to have to have pain while ex well, to experience pain while having sex. Painful sexual intercourse due to medical or psychological causes. And I say, Whoa, like we gotta you know, I'm I'm good friends with Queen I Four. I'm good friends with uh, Juju Mama. I'm good friends with uh, uh, Jewel Pulcrum, uh Master Kathy Gibson. Like, you know, I'm good friends with my mama and my sister, you know, my aunt. And, and just a lot of women that I know, to me, maybe they can hear this and they may know somebody because I said, you know, women may look at this and say, man, this is embarrassing, you know, and the person was really coming forward and being, being, being frank. You know, let me know that sometimes that sh that that they would just curl up. You know, they would just curl up in pain, and um and like you know their partners wouldn't uh, their partner wouldn't understand you know what was going on, and then they just have to be like, oh, you know, I got a stomach ache, or you know, maybe I feel my cycle coming on, or something like that. But it's a real serious pain in the pelvic area. So like I'm ready, I'm really ready to get Dr. Nardi on up in here tonight, and uh. Let him go ahead and take it on to the house. What you th what you think about that? Yeah, yeah, and I, I want to, you know, share just a little quick tidbit about this. You know, there I had a, a, you know, a person called me up and he's worked with me and he wanted to introduce his partner, you know, his, his woman to uh, symptometry, but this is was one of the conditions that she was dealing with, and she you know, had a difficult time calling me, so he called and he talked to me about it, but it really upset her that he shared the information with me. Mm. And, and, you know, you say, so we we know in symptometry how uh, the reproductive system, the sexual uh, glands, the organs are associated psychologically. So when you brought up the the, the you mentioned uh, psychological issues, you know that's the whole thing with hysterectomy, you know, with you know hysteria. So here, you know, there's so many things that are 
connected in regards to uh, this issue. So um, I'm really, uh, I really want to hear what uh, how Dr. Nardi approaches this tonight. I know that uh, we've had a great success in symptometry with it, um, but um, I'm just uh, waiting to see what's coming up next. So. Oh, you know, come on, you know what it is. Y'all get ready to get on y'all feet because you know what? This is a dream come true. When you got a brother who's put his whole life behind research, finding whole cures, life. whole life, finding cures for himself, family, people all over the world, uh, saying that every disease, there is no disease that's incurable. You talking about a man who's like put it on the line and can back it up. I call symptometry the best healthcare you've never heard of. So if you're in the building tonight, if you on the phone, you listen to us on the internet, please get on your feet as we welcome the founder, the channeler, the big boss, the the the, the grandmaster of healing. Please put your hands together for Dr. Maxwell Narter. And the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby! Welcome to the show this evening, Dr. Nardi. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, uh, uh, Dr. Abbott. And, uh, very good evening. Good evening, sir. To your great audience, too. And if Dr. Wanetu is there, that's fine. Good evening to her. And uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, it has been a long day, but hey, I made it. I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see how he just—he starts out early, coach. You know, he starts out real early. You right, know, right. The sun, before the sun rises, you know. What time? Did, what time did you get up today, Doctor Nardi? Oh, this morning I got up around two thirty. Two thirty was when I got up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two thirty a.m. Central Time. <laughs> yeah. And you went straight to work. I mean, after you had breakfast, then you went, and you've been working since what? Three, three thirty, four o'clock. Yeah, uh, no, I started. I started work around two, two forty-five. Yeah, just went <laughs> to the washroom and started work. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of work to do. So and uh, and uh, we are getting things done. Yeah, so so hey. It's, it's something. It's not something that somebody's somebody's putting my gun. I mean, a gun to my head to do it. It's something that I, I love doing. I have the great passion for it. So um, that is how I find my my happiness. You know, my happiness is is in helping people to uh, to get some a solution to to to, to their problem because uh, there is nothing more enjoyable there's nothing that cheers me more than hearing that a disease has been cured progress is being made you know somebody who had no hope and then uh, this is what keeps me going that's why i'm very very happy i'm very happy mm. so when when my boss the uh manager over at uh symptometry came to you and said tonight we we're going to be talking about endometriosis and Dyspareunia, uh, you know me. I take I, I, I take things very personal, um, and I really enjoy sharing this valuable information. What were your thoughts? Did you uh, were you like uh, were you nervous? You said, "Man, Coach ain't never gave me this 
this particular topic right here, were you nervous or were you confident or I mean, were you were you shaky or were you, or were you ready? Oh no 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 no! This is this is this is nothing at all. It's nothing. It's nothing. All I all I I told her to do was to get all the files uh, for the, the women for uh, for whom we treated with for endometriosis and that's that's all she that's what she did she told her assistant to do it and she put all those files together and then uh when i came i only had about uh, 15 minutes so i flipped most uh, opened most of the files i mean all the files and then i saw then I, where i mean uh, the, the various differences those who had endometriosis and diabetes those who had endometriosis and high blood pressure Others who had endometriosis and cancer. Uh, others who had endometriosis and uh, and uh, severe pelvic pain that was continuous, you know. So different different kinds. But the central issue was endometriosis, and then there were other ailments also, you know, that made the condition worse. So I put all these things together as quickly as possible, and then. Since I was the one who reversed their condition, it was very easy for me to put it together. So I'm ready for the show. Yes, it's not it's not something that is new. It is something that we have we have cured countless times. You know. So uh, I I just thank you very much for uh, discussing this uh, topic today, so that uh, people will know, women will know that there is a cure for endometriosis. You know, there's a cure for it. So uh, when we are here to discuss the facts, nothing but the facts. Mm, that's right, nothing but the facts. Now, um, have you had some cases of endometriosis with dyspareunia as well, or have you treated, or have you ever treated cases of um, painful sexual intercourse due to medical or psychological causes? You see, you are. Uh, you are, I mean, the, the the name. We are not interested in in names. You know, it's people who have never cured a disease who come up with all these this high sounding names, this porania, this all this. We don't just tell just tell us that uh, I don't like intercourse because it is too painful. Just tell just tell the symptomatics that that's all we need. Painful intercourse, um, very heavy menses. Very, very heavy menses. Uh, chronic pelvic pain. Whether you have menses or you don't have menses, the pain is there. And you know, just tell us, just tell us all your symptoms, and then we will know exactly what to do. So we we'll ask you, have you have you been to a gynecologist? Have they used ultrasound to put the area and find out what else is there? Have they done this? Have they done that? Yes, they have done this, but they could not find anything. Others would say, well, they did it. They used ultrasound. Uh, one said they used a sonogram, and then they found some abnormal tissue in that area and all. Aha, abnormal tissue. Good. That's what we are looking for. All right, let's go to work. So we know what abnormal that abnormal tissue is and what is causing it. So that is all we need. So we insist that people should go to their gynecologist so that they use this uh, equipment, this sensitive equipment, to find out if there is growth, some, some abnormal growth in the area, in the, in the uterine area, around the, around the, around the, 
in the ovaries or in the fallopian tube. Somewhere there, just, is there something abnormal? That's all we want to know. That's it. Hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, for just for me, since since the definition is they have pain. Okay. So so you know somebody come up with a fancy name and they called it endometriosis and they said this is the lining of the uterus and it's growing outside of the uterus and it's harder to get and it's, it's harder for women to get pregnant. What's the cause? Like where does where does this thing come from? Because before I before I before we tell them how to cure it, I want to know where it came from. What's the root cause of the tissue getting outside of the lining? All right. It's very, very simple. Very simple. The uterus has three linings. One lining is the endometrium. The second lining is the myometrium. And then the third lining is the perimetrium, three linings of the uterus. Now, out of these three linings, there is one lining that is very sensitive to pH imbalance. pH imbalance means acid-alkaline imbalance. And that lining that layer is called the endometrium. The endometrium must keep renewing itself periodically. Every month, every month, every month, the layer of the endometrium will have to be replaced. There is a process called granulation. G R A N as in Nancy, U L as in Larry, A T I O N. Granulation. In granulation, you have a word called granules. Granules is similar to tiny, tiny, tiny grains, very small grains. These are grains of protein, collagen, collagenic protein. The cells themselves, they, re they reduce nutrients to protein granules. And they knit, they stitch these protein granules together to form something that looks like a carpet. That carpet is endometrium. And if you maintain the pH balance, the cells of the endometrium will keep producing this fresh protein granules, and then your endometrium will be renewed each time you have menstruation. Sometimes you see women who women will attest to the fact that sometimes they see that there are 
tiny, tiny, tiny shreds, membranes, in, in addition to blood clots or without blood clots, they see membranes, tiny, tiny, tiny membranes, shreds in their menstrual blood. If you start seeing shreds in your menstrual blood, you call symptometry immediately. You are not supposed to see shreds in your menstrual blood. I'm not talking about blood clots. I'm talking about shreds, membranous shreds. Once you see these shreds, it is an indication that granulation is not taking place as it should. It has to be more, it has to be refined. You call us and we'll reverse that problem as quickly as, quickly as possible. If you don't, it will continue. And then the shredding will stop. And you will think that the body has cured itself. No, no, no. It has given you a few signals, three months, four months, five months, and because you have not done something about it, it will stop sending the signals. And now the big one will come. That is how endometriosis begins, and then it continues. All right, now you have old tissue. You have old carpet called endometrium. It will be there for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. No young girl who just started menstruation has endometriosis. It is always women who are 25, 26, 27, you have already spent more than 10 years with old tissue in your uterus. So, what does old endometrial tissue do? What does it do? It will begin to migrate. Migration. It's not only foreigners who migrate to the United States. It's not only Americans who migrate to other countries. Tissue, especially endometrium, begins to migrate. And then this is how it migrates to different parts of the body. Then if you make a big mistake, big mistake, by eating very starchy foods by eating very starchy foods you are going to produce a kind of glue called amyloidosis amyloid and the disease is amyloidosis amyloid A for apple M for Mary Y for yellow L for Larry, O for Oscar, I for ink, 
D for dog, amyloid. It's a kind of glue. As this tissue, old tissue, raggedy tissue, tattered tissue is migrating, it is also carried with, us with it some kind of glue. And then infiltrate the transverse colon. The transverse colon. As a result of this, you have obstruction in that part of the colon. You have the ascending colon, the transverse colon, the descending colon, you have the sigmoid, you have the rectum. The transverse colon is, is affected because it is very close to the uterus. The transverse colon will be glued to the pelvic floor. The uterus, too, will be glued. So what are you having? You are having, you are going to have a situation where different parts of the uterus, different parts of the, abdom, uh, of the abdomen, different segments of the abdomen will start to stick to each other. Will you have easy bowel movement? No, you will not have easy bowel movement. And cortisol has been eliminated from the area because of the glue, because amyloid, cortisol has been eliminated. Echenfalin has been eliminated for pain, cortisol for inflammation, to prevent inflammation, it has been eliminated. The one for pain, echenfalin, has also been eliminated. So what are you going to have? You are going to have a lot of many nerves now releasing the pain signal. So wherever amyloid and old endometrial tissue are, you are going to have elimination of cortisol and elimination of encephalin. So if it gets, if the migrating old tissue gets to the ovaries, the left ovary will be very painful or the right ovary will be very painful. If they migrate to the vagina, the, the vagina will become very narrow. It's going to become very, very narrow. Even your own finger cannot go there. You cannot even clean there yourself in the morning. And because cortisol is taken away, has been taken out, and kephalin has been taken out, what do you have? Nothing but pain. And penetration during intercourse is very, is, is a nightmare. It's unbearable. People have intercourse to enjoy themselves, to relax. You is hell. You are being tormented. So you see some of these men with women who are suffering from endometriosis, you know, they hate to see their wives or their girlfriend in such pain when they are having intercourse. 
So what do they do to spare their loved one? This pain and this nightmare and this ordeal, they get a girlfriend on the side. They, get a, they have a girlfriend on the side. They want to keep their marriage together. But the man does not have a, a solution. The woman does not have a solution. So in order for them to keep a roof over their heads, to keep paying the car notes, one car here, one car there, and so many other things, all right, the man will find a girlfriend outside marriage. Okay. So you are you okay? Dysporania, painful sexual intercourse. This is the root of the painful sexual intercourse. Now, it will the migrating migrating endometrial tissue will get to the anal canal, to the anus, moving bowel is a painful experience. Wiping yourself is painful. Sex is painful. Going to toilet is painful. Around the, uh, around the ovary is painful. Then you have appendicitis. That is extremely painful. Migrating endometriosis will cause a total breakdown in the uterine electrical system. As a result, there will be no intracellular communication and no uh, intercellular communication. And the human body runs on communication signals. And where the signal has, broke, has broken down, what do you have? Disease. So endometriosis will be taking over the woman's body gradually, gradually, gradually. Some will spread to the liver. Others, uh, in some women, it has spread to the liver. In others, to the kidneys, to the heart. And it keeps growing. A few cases in Demetrius have even migrated to the brain in a few cases. All this because of granulation that has not been taking place. Granulation has not been taking place. And then, because of the glue, there will be adhesions. There will be adhesions, sorry. There will be adhesions. The bladder will be glued to the pelvic wall. The folds of the bowel will be glued. They will stick to each other. Even the folds of the bowel will stick to each other. This is, this is unbearable. So what do surgeons do? You know what? This, your situation is so... Uh, unbearable and you are in so much pain whether you have menses or you don't have menses you are in pain everybody is smiling you alone you are frowning what is wrong with you oh you have an attitude oh she's very she's very mean oh she's snappy and all that you are suffering and nobody understands what you are going through 
your boyfriend too has left has, has left you. Your husband is sleeping with your best friend. Your husband is sleeping with the next door neighbor. What kind of life is this? Is committing suicide the best solution? You cannot have a child because the whole floor is carpeted with, endomet with, with, with endometriosis. The, 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 the fallopian tube has endometriosis. The ovaries have endometriosis. Some even have a cyst in the ovary in addition to endometriosis. So surgeons say, you know what? This is too much. And since we cannot reverse it, we have to remove the whole uh, uterus, hysterectomy. All right. There are some women, even after removing the uterus, they continue to have severe pain around the vagina, severe pain around the ovarian area, the ovaries. Because some of the endometrial tissue was left there. And it keeps growing again. Like a monster. Just growing and growing and growing. Now, some have ectopic pregnancy. Those who are lucky to have pregnancy have ectopic pregnancy where the pregnancy, where the, where, where the zygote, uh, a zygote is the sex from the the the, the, the cell, the males, the, the the oh the egg, and the sperm joining together to form one entity called the zygote, and they keep dividing and dividing and dividing to produce a human being. They keep dividing, but instead of dividing in the uterus, it will be dividing in the fallopian tube. Dangerous. Surgery will be needed to remove it. So you've lost your baby. Another symptom of endometriosis is chronic pelvic pain. Very, very heavy menses. Some even have to take change pads three, four, five times in one day because it is too heavy. So what do you do? There are some women now who resort to, to, to the, uh, the tampons, and tampons will predispose you to endometrial cancer, endometrial cancer. This is one of the roots of endometrial cancer. So your cramps are worse than every, every, everyone else's cramps. Then... There will be severe vaginal pain after intercourse or during intercourse, and then if it migrates to the if it migrates to the colon, you could have severe chronic diarrhea. You eat five minutes after eating, you have to rush to the toilet. Or the opposite, constipation. What is blocking feces in your in your in your colon? What is blocking it? 
endometrial tissue and amyloid. That is what is blocking it. That is what is blocking it. So you cannot move your bowel. You feel like going to the toilet, you go and sit on the toilet for 30 minutes, 35 minutes, nothing is happening. You just strain yourself, strain, 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 nothing is happening. Then, if it, if it, if it migrates, if endometrial tissue migrates to the urethra where you urinate, the passage for, ur for, for, for urine, that's the urethra. If endometrial tissue is there, urination will be very painful. So now you ask yourself, what kind of life is this? What kind of life is this? Life is not worth living anymore. So in short, this is endometriosis. And then I can tell you later how we have cured this condition and so on and so forth. Thank you. Whew. Good gracious sakes of life. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Uh I gotta I gotta wrap my head around uh the things that I just heard. Um call in number three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Press one if you got a question for Dr. Nardi, if you got a comment, if you got a feedback, um, if you know somebody, if something that he just told you um touched you uh it definitely it definitely touched me um whew. oh boy uh dr abbott you want to uh, i i i got a line somebody getting ready to come on the line here do you want to have a comment before I, oh, I go to the phone lines you know coach it's always <laughs> i know it it was it was non-stop for for a while there and you know, you really look at and see the faces, the people that we walk by every day, friends of ours or people that are in our families, and this information isn't shared. And they go to their physician, they get these diagnoses, and then they go in for a hysterectomy. But, you, you know, and so people are suffering in silence. So it's really, really a... You know, symptometry is really an advocate for humanity in the things that it, that can be done to correct the past mistakes of our ancestors. And I know many people are hearing this for the first time, but this is just scratching the surface. You know, mm. but it's going to come down to living and eating scientifically and taking the opportunity to know that there's another way of living than what we've been given. You know, just you know, just through, you know, our traditions, our family traditions in, in the late in the last seventy five years or so. Whew, absolutely. Um I wanna ask one question before I go to the lines. Doctor Nardi, I'm familiar that there are over seventy Six trillion cells in the body, and in each cell there are seventy thousand genes. Is this condition 
often from a woman's lineage, like her mother or her, you know, uh, or, or hold on, let me rearrange the question. Should women who have a history of hysterectomies in their family look to, you know, can you talk about just how it's important and how this thing comes down through the gene, how it comes down through the gene and how the surgeons are ignoring it. Like the surgeon will say, oh, well, it happened to your granny and it happened to your aunt, it happened to your mama, so you got it, so we're just going to do the same thing. Like that really makes me mad, pisses me off. I don't want to get angry. Can you address it in a little better language than I can, or like how we how we go about combating that and like how? Like explain to a woman how that condition comes down you know, to her through her genes and how the healing can't be topical. It can't be topical like with herbs or even with surgery, how, you know, how how it's got to be dealt with um, at the root cause level. Well, um, uh, surgeons, surgeons do their best with the knowledge they have. And uh, since they attended medical school, Medical school is not the institution that trains doctors in root cause therapeutics. So I am not belittling surgeons. Let them continue to do what they do best. But when it comes to root cause therapeutics, there is only one institution on the face of this planet. And that institution is the American School of Symptometry, period. No debate, no question no if, no earth, no cough, no clearing of the throat, no hawking mucus, nothing. There is only one institution, the American School of Symptometry. You come to this school, they will teach you that genetic diseases are reversible. Our ancestors died by just relocating symptoms, using herbs, clay, mud, and all that to relocate symptoms to make them feel good, and so on and so forth, and they pass on the genes. Nobody on this planet was born with 100% healthy genes. Nobody. Therefore, don't go to a doctor who will tell you that he runs in the family. Nonsense. If it runs in the family and you make the mistakes of your parents, your forebears, and all that, well, you also get what happened to them. And Demetriosis, if it runs in the family, oh, my auntie, the, uh, my auntie had it because of this condition. My mother had it because of this condition. Well, I have to accept it. It's my fate. No. Don't go down that road at all. What we have to do is make sure that you know what is called the pH rule and so on and so forth. And then what happened to your mom, what happened to your auntie, and so on and so forth is, will only be confined to them and it will never happen to you. You can lead a very healthy life. Thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh, he said, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype, everybody. Y'all heard what the song is. Let me get to some callers. Uh, first line is uh, 
Call it from the 917-682. Your microphone is wide open. Can you give me your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, call it from the 917-682. Your microphone is wide open. Hello. Okay, they might have hit it by accident. Um, well, Dr. Nardi, let's get into curing it. It's reversible. What are the what are the steps? We know that well, I know, I know in symptometry I need nurturing. I know I need to uh because it's a lifestyle. Because a lot of people say, Oh, I just want to change my diet. Can I eat more cabbage? Or y'all eat basmati rice. Can I eat basmati rice now? Or can I just eat more pineapples? And then they don't do the nurturing part and they don't do ionization. Can you talk about where the reversing process and the curing process starts at, please? Okay. What we did and what no other field of therapeutics can do is we have the particulates for endometriosis. We have it. It's under lock and key. We have it. And this is the only particulate that brings about tissue renewal in the endometrium. But before granulation takes place, you have to know that the pH of the uterus will have to be acidic and it should not be alkalinized. Even as far as acidity is concerned, it should not be over-acidified. It should be acidic, but not too much to the left, not too much to the right. It should be just right. Then granulation will take place. If you don't comply with the pH rule, you are not going to get it right. Number one and foremost, don't drink milk. Milk is acidic and don't continue to drink it. Humans are the only species who, after weaning, after six months, eight months, nine, nine months, one year, after weaning, they continue to drink milk. They add, they, they add milk to their cereal for breakfast. Well, I understand the dairy industry, the milk industry have to make, has to make money, but here science is in play. You have to know that milk is acidic. Now, what about the human body? You need to know a whole lot about the human body before we discuss even granulation and the mixing of potassium and copper and sodium and the stitching of collagenic fibers. You have to know the human body. We are made of DNA, and this DNA has three RNAs. We are acidic. We are acidic, fundamentally, basically acidic, because we are made of nucleic acid. DNA and RNA are nucleic acids. Some people say, all right, because we are acidic, 
we have to eat plants that are alkaline. We have to eat plants that are alkaline. It appears they don't know much about Mother Nature. They don't know anything about plants. They forget that plants have DNA. And because they have DNA, they are also acidic. No plant is alkaline. None. We are acidic. Plants are acidic. Animals are acidic. So whenever we eat something, we are ingesting more acid. So for people who listen to others who have been saying that, okay, eat this fruit, is alkaline, is this food is alkaline, a fruit by itself is acidic. A fruit by itself is acidic. It's a waste basket of the plant. All these acids are tossed in the fruit. So if you are going to eat certain fruits, make sure that the 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 UV rays have helped the fruit to ripen very well and the acidity is lowered. You cook food, you cook food in order to lower its acidity and break the bonds. The hydrogen bonds, the ionic bonds, you break the bonds. That's why you have to cook food. Eating raw food does not make sense and it defies science. It defies science. When you drink milk, well, is it cooked? You drink raw milk? You drink raw milk? That's why I started by saying, don't drink milk. What about almond milk? What about almond milk? Almond milk. It comes, it comes from which tree? It comes from the almond tree. So you just draw your conclusion. Does the almond tree have DNA, yes or no? If it has DNA, all right, it is made of what? Nucleic acid. You may talk about the other minerals and all that, but fundamentally, it was DNA that gave rise to the almond tree. So whether it is dairy or non-dairy, milk is milk. So this is the first information we should have, we should share, or symptomatic sharing with the general public. Don't say because we are acidic, you have to use baking soda toothpaste. That is wrong. It is too acidic. So confine yourself to mild acidity, mild acidity. And you have to know what kind of foods to eat. You cannot eat cheese, especially cottage cheese. You cannot eat cottage cheese. That is too acidic. If you eat cottage cheese and you are having menses, and you are in your menses, 
you will roll on the floor for, for relief. You will bend double. You bend over for relief. The pain will be unbearable. Don't try it. Because you are breaking the, the pH rule without knowing it. There are women who don't eat salt. Wrong, wrong, wrong. They don't cook with salt. There's a woman in one of the states, I don't want to mention it, who said, like, oh, there is already salt in the, in, the, in the plants. Plants have salt. What does she know about plants? What does she know about plants? All right. Maybe you need some, uh, some information here. Chlorine is an element. Chlorine is not a salt. Plants make salt with elements other than chlorine. Elements such as calcium, phosphorus, iron. That is how plants make their salt. This is why plant salt is not human salt. The salt humans, the salt humans use must have sodium, iodine, and chlorine in the right ratio, not calcium, phosphorus, or potassium. We are not plants. We are humans. And chlorine is one of the 26 elements that form human tissue. This is why we must have hydrochloric acid, hydrochloric acid in our stomach to digest the food we eat. We are not plants. We are animals. So don't tell me that plants have salt. Therefore, there is no need for you to add salt. There's no need for you to add salt. A man has a, a stage 4 prostate cancer sent me the uh, lab work and the PSA reading is 982 when the pH is supposed to be between 0 and 4 yours is 980 I say what hey please please sir please sir please sir answer this question first do you Add salt to your food on the fire, or do you cook with salt? Answer, no, I don't. Why? Oh, because uh, even my saliva is salty, my blood is salty, so I don't want to. Who told you that? So I told him, please, either you use science, or I am not going to treat you. There is no room for common sense here. You have one leg in the grave right now. I am not missing words. One leg in the grave, the other leg may be on the banana peel. You are going, and you are going down fast. 982 PSA. Oh, I don't cook with salt. 
And where, who, who taught you that? Where did you read this nonsense from? So, what is the importance of chlorine? Chlorine, what is it? Chlorine is the element that helps the kidneys to regulate the pH throughout our body. That is chlorine. And you don't cook with iodized salt. Oh, I heard that chlorine uh, is toxic. I heard. You heard. Who told you? Oh, 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 what? You see how misinformation is placing people on a slow march to death. Misinformation. We are the sole authority on health on this planet. There shall be none above and none below us. And that's it. Everything that we say is factual. You want to know the person who discovered chlorine? Come, we'll give you the name. We'll give you the year he discovered chlorine. So this, as far as diet is concerned, we use science to get people out of the wrong paradigm into the right paradigm. You have to know the foods that are too alkaline, no boiled eggs, no boiled eggs except you have cancer. No boiled eggs at all. If you want to eat hominy, which is the, the, the alkaline version of corn, you can eat it once in a while. You can eat it once in a while. Eat it once in a while. What is the meaning, what is the definition of once in a while? Well, well, well. I ate hominy once, twice. My throat became so dry that I stopped eating it. I'm not eating it in, for, in about eight months or nine months now. That's it. So I don't think I will eat hominy again. My throat became so dry. And so this meant, this meant it changed the pH of my throat that is supposed to be acidic. It changed it. I said, no, not anymore. So either you eat it or you don't. Leave it alone. Anything that is going to interfere with the regulation of the pH in your body, don't consume it. Something that is too acidic, orange juice, apple juice, and all that. You see, look at the fertility rate of the United States. Look at the fertility rate of the United States. These foreigners who change, who don't drink milk, who eat different foods that are, be, that are pregnant, that are bringing children, bringing children to this world. Here in the United States. Look at China. Look at their diet. How many, how many Chinese drink milk? How many Chinese drink milk? And then you say, oh, well, uh, uh, low fertility rate, low fertility rate, low fertility rate. Well, 
What is the science here? There is no science. The blind leading the blind, and you all fall in the same ditch. And then another blind man is coming to pull you up again. Then the third blind man also falls down into the ditch with you. Then there will be a pile of blind men in the ditch. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, shots fired. Good man, good man, good man, good man. Good man. And the hits just keep on coming. Ooh, we dropping bombs around here tonight. I, Dr. Nardi, this is, remember I said earlier that a lot of women are embarrassed to talk about this. Have you, have you found that to be true in your, um, you know, when was the first case? Let me just first off, let me go ahead and let me let me check your background out. How long have you even been studying and treating women and, and reversing endometriosis? I started in I started in two thousand and nine. I started in two thousand and nine. Yes, and that was when I started working with women who um, uh, lab work reported abnormal growth, abnormal growth, abnormal growth. That's how. That's how I started, and then thank goodness that I found a particulate that works on endometriosis. And uh, once I started, once I got good results, I use that now in the portfolio for in the portfolio for endometriosis. Portfolio is built on the diet. You know everything that I told you about milk and all that is coming from the portfolio on uh, endometriosis. So it was in. 2009, I started. Then 2010, the case, I started having more cases and more cases and more cases. And then now it is, it is not an issue at all. And women tend to come to, uh, they come to symptomatic because they are not just embarrassed. Women are not embarrassed. Let me tell you something about women. Women will discuss anything with you if they are sure that you are going to solve their problem for them. But if it's just a question of talking for the sake of talking, like gossiping and gossiping, no. Women will not expose themselves to you so that you make fun of them. This is how women are. So if a woman has endometriosis, she will not hide it from me. She will tell me that this is, these are the symptoms, these are the symptoms. I say, you know what? I need a confirmatory report. Do you have a gynecologist? I would like to have a paper from a gynecologist. That is how we do it. So women are not embarrassed. They just want to make sure that you will cure their disease for them. And then they warm up to you and open up to you. Um, have you ever had someone who had painful sexual intercourse who did not have endometriosis? Um, I I know um, I had I had painful uh, sexual intercourse, not from endometriosis, but from vaginismus. Uh, vaginismus is a situation where uh, glue is slamming shut the vaginal canal, the birth canal is, 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 is closing it gradually, gradually, gradually. And it makes penetration 
so painful that even there is tissue tear, there is tissue tear during intercourse. So uh, for women who have not had intercourse for in 10 years, in 12 years, and then then they find their they find an old flame, or they find a young man or a, a, a gentleman who is respectable, who is responsible, and then they want to um, take good care of themselves. All right, but the problem is, uh, you know, even even uh, uh, lubrication will not help. Even lubrication will not help. That is vaginismus, the tightening of uh, the tightening of the of the of the of the birth canal uh, due to the kind of glue uh, that, that 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 causes it. Uh, this is why when I heard that uh, uh, when I heard that uh, I think somewhere in North Carolina where uh, an, a 103-year-old woman was raped by a young man. I just shook my head. I said, my God, I could just imagine how this, this 103-year-old woman will be, and the kind of suffering will be, she will be experiencing after this stupid and silly young man did this to her. You know, So vaginismus for a woman who has not had intercourse for a long time is a problem. And even that, we have a particulate for vaginismus. Wow. Some people don't know what a particulate is. There's some people who, this is their first time listening to the show. They say, particulate, how do I use it? Do I insert it in my vagina? Do I put it in my ear? Do I dissolve it in water? Like, what is a particulate? How does it work? And why is a particulate so much better than everything else? Well, um, it is It is better for for amyloid, to, to remove amyloid. It's, very, it's, it's the best for vaginismus is the best for endometriosis because it has a negative pole and a positive pole, you know, and anything that is disrupting health, anything that is disrupting health also has a positive pole and a negative. So once you introduce the, 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 the particulate under the tongue and then it starts melting, you know, it, it, it starts dissolving, it goes straight to where the problem is. And then this is where the attraction in the opposite direction will be taking place. The positive of the of the particulate will attract the negative of the health disruptor, and then the negative of the and then and then the opposite also will, will occur, and then pulling will be taking place in the opposite opposite direction until the glue uh, is liquefied. You know, so this is how it is done. So this is why uh, what symptomatic is able to do, no other field is able to do it. Even homeopathy has a problem in understanding science because they don't teach science. They don't incorporate science into homeopathy. So they have the they have the the, the particulars that they call remedies, and they don't know they don't know how to how to how to make the best use of uh, of this uh, of this thera therapeutic product. So that is why, you know, we are leading the charge in the world now when it comes to root cause therapeutics. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. The call-in number is 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. I had a question. Somebody hit me on the inbox and said, what about goat's milk? They want to know, uh, is it safe to drink goat's milk? A person who has endometriosis, I take the person off all milks. 
I take the person of armor. If you have endometriosis, no. Because that, the, 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 that this disease is, is so frightening that you should not reach the brain. You should not reach the brain. You should not reach the brain. Because if it reaches the brain, believe me, you may just stab somebody on the bus. You see? And that is not that. I mean, no, no, no. You are a threat to yourself. You are a threat to others. That's not fair. Hmm. You know, coach, coach, you know, um, you know, I had a conversation with someone who acted violently upon consuming dairy products. You know, they they didn't know why they were actually being, you know, so unstable and violent, and it was because of the consumption of the dairy products, especially milk or milkshakes, things like that. Wow. Is, what yeah, do you think? Because of the phosphorus. Yeah. Uh, you said because of the phosphorus? Yes. Uh, it creates a lot of problems. Too many. Not even chocolate, almond milk? You know, people, man, I'd be at the... Look, Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott, I, I be at the... Uh, I'm over at the farmer's market, and I'm talking about they got boxes and boxes and boxes. They got the chocolate almond milk. I mean, can't you give them a pass? Can't you give them a pass for the for the chocolate almond milk? Yes. Uh, no, no, no. You see, <laughs> no. Health, health is too important. Health is too important, you know, for it to be. I mean, it's it's too, it's too good for for a person to gamble, you know, with their health like that. Don't do that, you know. Uh, if you are not healthy, you cannot go to work. If you cannot go to work. You be you you be fired. If you are fired, how will how how will you keep a roof over your head? How will you pay? No 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 no. Just because you wanted something that tastes good, okay? Let your let 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 your taste buds now pay for pay, pay your rent. Let your taste buds now give give you money. To, uh, you know I don't have time for this. No no no. Um. I mean, because you hit on a good point. Some people, I feel that cultural eating, well, it tastes so good. Oh, and then they come and they say, well, I know my body. Then I say, well, I say, well, where did the, I said, well, why are you having these pelvic pains then? You know, why, why, why are you all doubled up? Um, can you, can you give me two other things besides all milk products? Um, that people should avoid um, if they are experiencing these pains. Oh no, the, we have we have the we have the high potassium foods. You know, then you go to the high potassium foods. We have a list of the high potassium foods that we give uh, to uh, anybody wait, 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 who is in a lot of pain. Not the wait, 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 wait. High potassium, the first at the top of the list of high potassium for me is bananas. Bananas is a high potassium food, right? That is that is correct. We take you, we have to take your we have to take your banana. We have to take no, your banana. We have no, to take your salmon. No, no, you cannot take my smoothies. My smoothies got bananas in it. And now you try and tell me that this smoothie, which is so good to me and tastes good, and got you know blueberries, strawberries, a little bit of kale, and a banana in there, you gonna try to take that from me? Well, if if the person is suffering from endometriosis, 
Well, you know, this is this is this is what we do during our during our, our consultation. We tell them that listen, um, I will be taking you from some of your favorite foods, if not all your favorite foods. <laughs> is that okay with you? Because I don't want you to say yes or take me off, and then you start cheating. You see, here we are interested in results. We are not interested in treatment. We are interested in results. We want to see how you are doing. That's why in two weeks we'll call you for an update. If you don't, we don't call you, you call us and give us an update. We want to see how the treatment is going. You know, this is why this why this this why we we don't charge people six hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars. We charge people what they can afford. We want to see results. Some some people think well. If you charging me what I can afford, then uh, you may be treating me for the next two or three years. I mean, how long is it going to take? Is it going to take? I mean, no, no, no. We, we, we. Okay, I we just we just received. Uh, we just I just I just received uh, uh, um, uh, an email from a person who was saying that uh, all right, my my bottles will soon be empty, and I will need a refill before. Um, uh, before uh, my, my before my it gets it gets too low or because or before I run out of uh, of and what was my what was my reply? I said no. After every treatment, you need some time so that your cells learn how to stitch proteins together to produce protein granules to produce fibers and all that. You have to. We are just assisting the cells. But the cells must learn how to do this by themselves again. So we will tell you when it is time for you to have a refill. And then, I mean, look at look at look at look at most of the most of our subjects. We've not heard from them in three years, in four years. And when they call, they call for something else, not for what we treated them. They call for something totally different. So. Don't we don't we are not interested in refills and refills and refills? No, we are interested in results. Once you have your results, we will now teach you that scientific eating is the best. Continue to eat scientifically, and then if you feel that you need some assistance, your cells need some assistance a few months from now, a few years from now, you give us a call. Some people, when they call us, you know, we've not heard from them for a long time that. Their files are in the archives. Their files are in the archives. And our archives are not in, in, in Illinois. Our archives are in Indiana. So, you know, we have, to, we have to send somebody to the archives to get. The reason we keep everything separated is because of fire, because of, you know, all kinds of things. We do not want to consolidate all our resources in one place. We don't do that in symptometry. That's why we scatter things all over. Wow. Nurturing. I want to talk about nurturing. If um, I want to talk about energy work and Reiki, can can the partner do energy work on the on the on the woman who is having these pains? What is the best? I mean, what do you think about? You know, people always say, what is your opinion? What is your opinion on energy work and Reiki 
as uh, as a form of nurturing. No, these uh, these these are these are, these are excellent, but uh, they should come only as complementary modalities, as complementary, because granulation is granulation. You know, energy work will not help the cells to produce fresh protein granules. No way. So ionization will have to take place, whilst um, um, uh, energy work comes in because nurturing is very essential uh, to healing. It helps the person to heal faster. It helps the person to heal faster. So we welcome energy work big time. Mm. And okay, so what about human? What about just human touch? Should is it okay? Because some women say, man, if, if if he could just like just touch me right there, you know, like right below the navel, and just rub, you know, like. Is that important, or should the man just be like, "Oh, what's uh, up with you? I might don't touch you." No, no, no. That is just that is just for psychological satisfaction. Uh, you know, there's transfer vibrations, but these transfer vibrations will not remove the concretion that is in the endometrium, so that uh, uh, so that uh, the cells begin to stitch uh, uh, protein granules again. You see, so that that will not go too far. That will not go far enough. Ooh, okay, let me get to the calls. Everybody wants to man, stop asking all the questions. Take a call. Caller from the five one six five one six four three nine. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get where you're calling from tonight, please? Five to the Queens, New York. And my question is regarding milk. All right, mothers. Uh, Nurse their babies. What, is there anything wrong with that milk? No, 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 no. The, you remember I said, I, I remember I mentioned weaning, weaning, breastfeeding up to six months, up to one year, up to nine months. Then after that, it's no longer necessary. After that, it's no longer necessary. Look at what me. If, I, I don't drink milk. What if they keep nursing after nine months? After nine months, then the blood will be overcarbonized. After nine months, the blood will become overcarbonized. Instead of instead of having only nourishment, you are going to have, in addition to nourishment, you are going to have too many atoms of carbon in the in the child's blood, and that child will not be healthy. That child will not be healthy because the woman is supposed to start menstruating, and because the woman is not menstruating. Uh, uh, there will be a change in that cycle and that change in the cycle and then the change in that cycle will be reflected in the poor quality of milk that will result in overcarbonization of milk. Okay, you're saying then that uh, the child will be overcarbonized and he doesn't get rid of that as he grows? Um, Well, it could result in Severe constipation, very severe constipation. Where for three days the child has not moved the bowel. It could it could result in skin skin conditions. That is what overcarbonized blood means. Okay, all right, very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, big brother. Appreciate that. Excellent sure. question. Woo! The call-in number tonight is 347-205-9089. Um, 
Dr. Nardi, the reason I had said something about, you know, people being embarrassed because we have a lot of people on the line tonight and they just and, and they're not raising their hands. They but but they're not going nowhere. They listening, so um I but, think but a lot sometimes of, some coach Kaya sometimes too um is good to absorb uh, to absorb information, uh, you soak it in, and then you need some time to reflect, to reflect and reflect, and then you come up with a big bang. That's how that's how many people do it, especially with heavy duty topics like this. You know, this is a heavy duty topic. You know, you have to soak many things in, and then you have to weigh the pros and cons, and then you have to weigh what you heard today with all the lies you were told in the past, and then you are in a state of shock. Hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. People be exactly in a state of shock. They just be like, "Wow, did he just?" Because somebody just texted me and said, "No more, no more almond milk and banana smoothies." And I said, and I text them back. I said, "I said, do you want?" I said, "Do you want a baby or you want the smoothie? Which one you want?" <laughs> See, this is what people see. This is what people don't realize. This is why I love you and how symptometry blends in exactly with the way I am. I'm not here to like make you all. I'm here to disturb your paradigm. Your paradigm is full of illnesses, sicknesses, lies, ignorance, and you can't get well if you don't have something come in there and agitate it, like. We in in cure, as they say, if you want to cook an omelet, you're gonna to have to break some eggs. You ain't never seen nobody just take some eggs and put them in a frying pan and don't break them. Don't break the egg because you know that's just so violent. Like some things have to change <laughs> in your life if you want to get some results. You can't keep on doing the same thing. You know, tell your taste buds and tell your parasites to shut up. Like don't it. I mean, like, why would you let the minority rule the majority? You got the minority in your body, parasites. You don't have a lot of parasites in your body. You, I mean, you got some parasites, but why let them run, run the whole show? Right, Dr. Nardi? Why you let the, the parasites run everything? When do you tell the parasite, shut up, you about to die, I'm getting ready to starve you out, and you're getting ready to get up out of here? And you should know that the parasite is not supposed to be in your body anyway. You are supposed to have strong, stronger vibration, a stronger electromagnetic field, so that a parasite, a parasite, every parasite leaves you alone. So for a parasite to, 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 have, to, to have found its way into your body, uh, and you allowed it uh, to, to, to carve a niche in your, in your body, uh, it means that uh, there's something wrong there. There's something wrong with your personal philosophy, the way, the, the way you view life, and the way you live on this planet, that is not right. A parasite is always looking for soft targets. It's always looking for soft targets. And you have allowed yourself to be a soft target. What about what about uh, protease enzymes? Somebody just texted me and they said they own an enzyme therapy. They said we, I, they do protease enzymes. I don't even what, what's protease enzymes. <laughs> protease, protease enzymes. Uh, well, these 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 are enzymes. These are enzymes that are very important uh, in building in building the immune system. You know, they are very important. They are very important. But you don't need protease enzymes from from external sources. 
your own cells knows how to produce these enzymes. You know, you know, it's just like vitamin B12. You, you have your own bacteria produce vitamin B12. If you have the ability to produce things naturally yourself, why don't you give your body the resources so that it produces them? Look at the trees. Look at the plants. They are able to produce everything they need. Why can't we do likewise? That is what I have learned to do. I have learned to give myself all the necessary raw materials so that they produce all the necessary protease enzymes, the protease inhibitors, and everything. Who knows better than, our, than ourselves? They have innate intelligence. I better confide in myself. I better rely on myself on myself than relying on, on a chemist who, has, uh, who is suffering from uh, some uh, uh, neurotransmitter deficiencies. <laughs> you say the chemist, the, the chemist who made the, 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 the external enzyme could be suffering from a deficiency himself? Of course. I mean, how, 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 many, how many scientists are healthy? No, no, they are good. They are good. They are good at doing. They are good at doing what they do. But when it comes to health, no, 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 no. They have ways to go. Hmm. Wow. Okay. This is oh 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 growth factors. Growth factors. Can you talk about what you know? Um, the growth factors that we create. Or how, yes, what growth factors are um, prevalent or, or around that support endometriosis and painful intercourse? What are some of the growth factors that we support and how do we stop supporting the growth factors? And maybe you might want to tell people what growth factors are. Because I always look and say, you know, the the, uh, the parasite only making a home in your body because you made it comfortable for him. That's how I look at growth factors. So can you, I mean, I don't know if that was good or not, but can you explain growth factors and, and how this relates to uh, the subject we're talking about tonight? Yeah, you see, growth grow factors, you know, growth factors, you know, we have food. We call, we call, we call nourishment food. Uh, uh, you don't call what feeds the parasites food you mm. call what feels uh, what what feeds the parasites growth factors you see it makes them grow it makes them divide it makes them re replicate and so on and so forth you see uh, that is that is that is what growth factor that's what growth factor means and if there is ph imbalance in your uterus or your endometrium what is going to happen is Streptococcus, which is which is, which lives in the mouth, will migrate to the uh, to, to the pelvic to, to, to the pelvic girdle to the pelvic region to the uterus. It's going to it's going to migrate there. And what will streptococcus do? Streptococcus that is now in hostile territory can, if you give it, uh, if if you if you consume. Uh, if you eat cottage cheese, uh, if you eat um, if you eat uh, 
very acidic foods like corn, uh, very acidic foods like dates, what are you going to do? You are going to give Streptococcus a lot of growth factors that will make it grow and multiply and have millions of babies in there, and these babies too will grow. And what would they do? They will, it depends on the kind of toxin they will be releasing. If they release a toxin called hemolysin, what will it do? This hemolysin will uh, destroy your red blood cells and your hemoglobin. Once they destroy your red blood cells and hemoglobin, what are you going to experience? You see, and what about if they if they, if, if they if they if they if they if they produce a toxin called uh, streptokinase? Streptokinase is what uh, uh, stops blood from clotting. It stops blood from clotting. So you have masses that will be so heavy, and you just you just keep bleeding and bleeding and bleeding because of streptokinase. So you are giving them growth factors and. The, not that they will go away because and and thank you very much because you gave them their growth factors. No, once you give them growth factors, there will be an exchange process. The exchange process means you are feeding them with growth factors, and that they are releasing toxins, different kinds of toxins in your uterus. So who will be the loser? You will be the loser. So that's why we say don't give them growth factors. Know the kinds of foods you are supposed to eat and not eat. And keep parasites away from where these, they are not supposed to be. That is what growth factors mean. Thank you. Yes. And if you want a list of what to eat, okay, I love the book. A lot of people say, well, what about uh, the book How to Eat to Live by Elijah Muhammad? Elijah Muhammad ain't made no updated version. You know, he wrote that book in the in the in the in the early seventies, you know, late sixties. It was a good book. But the new and improved version of Eating to Live is what to consume. What to consume. You can go to symptometrybooks.com. Symptometry S Y M P T O M E T R Y Books dot com and order what to consume. You will also find your enzyme chart. In the front of the book, I highly suggest you get the book Downside of Nutrition as well. Dr. Nardi, you went to extensive uh, means in writing a book about optimal women's health. It's very thick. Do you are, uh, do you have uh, um, any mention or reference or some goodies that women need inside of that book concerning the same subject? Oh no! Um, I mentioned it. I, I, I just I just mentioned it uh, casually, but I did not discuss it in great detail. Uh, this is this is the subject of uh, uh, the second edition uh, of uh, of this book, where I will be discussing a serious women's issue, including endometriosis. You know, so um, it's still uh, there's still a lot of work to be done. And uh, uh, there is no shortage of work in symptomatry at all, so that will be in the in the second edition. Yes, there we go. So, 
but I still suggest you all get the first edition because he, he, like you said, he couldn't even cover everything. How many pages is in the first edition, Doctor Nardi? Um, hundred and uh, usually I don't I don't write I don't write very uh, thick books except for the American School of Symptometry, where you know the the book I'm writing now on uh, on the Yetron uh, is going to be over three hundred pages, but. Uh, this one is 152, 153 pages. Something that you can just uh, uh, tuck in your, your in your in your handbag and then eat and then read it on on the beach or on the bus or something. Something very light. Yeah, 152 pages about that. Okay. Now, what's it? You said you're working on the Yetri. What is the Yetri? Oh, the Yetran. Uh, no, the Yetran um, is the is the Bible of symptometry uh, that that tells the whole world how I went about uh, uh, discovering the, the the root of every disease and how to cure every disease and the codes of the human body and everything. Uh, I, I I invented the code of the human body and then I showed how I went about it, and it's very interesting reading and uh, I'm still putting it together. And this is something that uh, the doctors of symptometry, people who will be uh, treating uh, diseases and reversing diseases and making people healthy, uh, they, will, they, will, they must have uh, uh, first-class information on, uh, on how to do it right and why they are pursuing this option and why not that option and so on and so forth, so that all symptometrists will speak the same language and will be on the same page. That is the yet run, yes. And what's the release date on that? Um, no, I don't have a release date yet because I have, I have, I have so many uh, ions in the fire. But uh, <laughs> it's getting close. It's getting close. Uh, uh, the, the, chapters, the, cha- the chapters are well lined up. And, uh, and uh, I don't know whether it will be only for the American School of Symptometry because you know, when I was studying homeopathy, we had the organ on, of the medical, medical arts by Dr. Hahnemann, and that was the Bible of uh, that was the Bible of homeopathy. And it's good that we should also ha- we should have something for for symptometry that tells all the scientists out there, all the physicians out there, that there is this is second to none, and there is none uh, of its equivalent on this planet at all. Um, is this, is it going to be available to the public or is it going to be just for, uh, students of the American School of Symptometry? Um, I, I, I am going to make it available to the general public. I am going to make it available to the general public. Uh, this is how, uh, people will, this is how people will know really the scientific foundation of 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 symptometry where i am using um, uh, where i am using atomic science where i am using atomic science where i'm discussing light i'm discussing colors i'm discussing the melanocytes how they do how they how uh how come we have different we have a diversity of colors you know complexion different so it is something that the whole world will have to study and read and that is a, that would be a game changer in the world, you know. Uh, that's why it will be going, it's going to be released to the whole, I mean, to the general public. 
This is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. Woo-wee! Dr. Abbott, what is he trying to do out here? Is he just, I mean, my, my, my. He just he just steady putting more more rocket fuel on the fire, I see. I don't know if Dr. Abbott's still there. Well, um this tonight okay, uh, sorry about that, Coach. Okay. Fantastic uh topic and excellent information in regards to all of this and you know, it's important for us to understand and, and know the meaning behind the science so that we can take the next step as a, as a whole, as a group, to, uh, you know, getting better and better and keep these projects going and going and going because there's so much to do because if we know what to give ourselves, what to consume, then our bodies can produce the uh, required essentials to keep us going and going and going. I mean, the, the longer we live, the smarter we'll get. Mm. Uh, you know, today I, I met a, a 94, 95-year-old gentleman. You know, he was still trying to get it. He was walking, and, you know, he didn't have a cane and everything. He said he was he was tired, but I could just see that, you know, he and he wants to keep on going. <laughs> you know, we happen to be from the same area. Uh, down in Tidewater, Virginia area, and you know he just kind of told me some of the things that that he saw as a youth growing up, where they had to use ferries to cross, you know, places that were now tunnels and bridges. So, uh, you know, to, to to connect with someone that age who was born in 1919, and um, he's still putzing along, and he he says he wants to be as long as he can. Well, that's that's exactly. I mean, he's right there in the boat with me. I want to be here, so yeah. like Doctor Nardi said, you know, I can, I can, so I can solve some problems. You know, like mm-hmm. we came down here. That's what we are. We 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 problem solvers, and our growth, as I say all the time, we came. Growth is the purpose. Everything else is the result. So if you're not solving no problems, then you're not growing. And each of us came like we like. We came with a, like with a whole set of problems. Dr. Nardi, you came in with some problems you had to solve like when you were little, didn't you? Oh man. <laughs> I well I don't know what people 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 in my in my in my not my not my immediate family, my extended family they to you hear that I'm still alive. it's a miracle to them. Uh, they don't know how I made it. They don't know how I did it. So I'm I'm happy that they are still they are still uh, they are still wondering how I did it. But uh, you know if you have if you if you have a calling if you have a mission and uh, your mission is to you know to, to to do good to mankind you know help uplift mankind and uh, you are you are chosen for such a mission. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a badge of honor. So I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy that I was able to pass all my all my spiritual tests, and uh, today here I am. So those who are still wondering how I did it, well, they should stop eating corn 
and they should start they should start listening to their to their inner channels and they will see they will make a big difference for themselves and for others too. Hmm. Listening to the inner channels. That might be a show next week. That might be a little more metaphysical right there, Doctor Nardi. What do you think? Well, it's metaphysical, but it's not a paranormal. So it's metaphysical in the sense that uh, it's, 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 it's beyond is beyond is beyond human understanding. You know. So, but we, we can we our 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 poten- our potential is so huge that we can still wrap our mind around uh, such a, such a topic. Yes, it's okay. Hmm. Exactly. I, I'm. I, yeah. I'm. I'm ready to identify these channels myself to see how I can. Uh, how 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 we can tune into them because that's how I feel. Like water. There's a phrase called "water fills a hole." Like if you don't fill the hole. Then somebody else is going to try to fill it. If you're not controlling, that's correct. Your, that's correct. That's correct. If you're not controlling your senses, then somebody else is going to try to control them. So I think it's just I think it's just really important that we stay on stay on top of advancing because the the sinister element that is alive, well, and kicking on the planet is looking for more minions to control by keeping us up on the hamster wheel. And that's really no type of life to live is to be on somebody else's hamster wheel. Like you want to you want to live free, be your own man or woman and 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 really be able to get in contact with the god force inside of yourself. You want to be able to take the mega force that you heard about through religion and turn it into something that you can actually do yourself. So that's why we're here at um, Coach K Radio. That's why we have been doing some timetry radio for almost three years now. Uh, what's that? I was telling Dr. Abbott, uh, March will be three years, and it just seems like <laughs> seems Whoa, like that, that really flies, huh? Yes, yeah, seems like yesterday. And the hits just keep on coming. So check it out, ladies and gentlemen. If you are interested in getting a consultation ASAP about pain in the pelvic area or experiencing pain during sexual intercourse, please do not hesitate to reach out and talk to Dr. Abbott or Dr. Nardi at headquarters or uh, Dr. Elizabeth Wynick. Uh, you can find all of their numbers. Headquarters, the number is 708-691-4977. Uh, Dr. Charlie Abbott, his number is 336-456-9183. Um, we also are starting a new six-month health course in January, brought to you by the uh, American School of Symptometry, dot org dot org people have already been texting me tonight dr abbott wanting to know about that course you can go on the site or you could give dr abbott he's the director of the school you can give him a call tomorrow sometime 336-456-9183 i want to just my own personal testimony of the course is you will learn so much on a one-on-one basis 
by coming to class with Dr. Nardi. Your notebook will grow. Um, the resources that you will have that the general public is not a, like he gives us a lot of information on this radio show, but he goes way above and far and beyond um, during 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 the six month health certification course. Um, it really gives you a much broader and deeper insight on symptometry as a whole. Uh, we do have another caller. Somebody tried to sneak in on me and raise their hand. Caller from the 843-795. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, I'm Vanessa calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Carol, Vanessa. Greetings. Greetings, Dr. Nate, and greetings, my psychiatrist, Dr. Abbott, and, of course, Coach Kair. How's everyone doing? Oh, we are very, 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 very Thank you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm calling in tonight. I've been listening to the program. Um, started with symptometry is almost two years ago now when my son became sick and uh diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. But he's coming along pretty good. And um I've always believed that there is a cure for all diseases. So um, um, symptometry has really been a blessing to uh, me and my family. Uh, we used to be vegetarians for like 24 years. Now we have changed our diet. Uh, we're eating meat. We're trying to be on the scientific diet. Of course, I do fall off the wagon sometimes, but I do have that list of the 45 foods to eat. And um, I do not have endometriosis, but uh, about two, three months ago, I did have painful intercourse, mm-hmm. and I called Abbott, and uh, he sent me some particulate, and it worked. Ladies, it works. So if you're having any problems like that, give it a try, because it does work. So I really believe in this uh, scientific healing from symptometry, and I do check in with uh, most of the programs and um, keep in touch with Dr. Abbott. So I'll probably, I'd like to probably order some more of that um, particulate just in case it happens again. Because <laughs> like I said, I do fall off the way. <laughs> It's awesome, baby. Just wanted to call call in. So I guess there are certain foods I just really need to avoid so this won't happen again, huh, Dr. Nati? That is correct. That is correct, you see. And you see, you know, if if I were you, just follow your body's dictates. You know, when you eat something that does not sit well with your stomach, with your liver, and all, and you feel funny, just don't eat it again. You uh-huh. see, just don't eat it again. Just have that self-discipline. You see, self-discipline is in everything. You know, and when you are driving a car, you know, you have the rules to obey and all that, you know, the traffic, the traffic rules. Mm-hmm. The same thing also applies to the human body, you know. There is no police officer in your in the body to to tell you to stop or not or to keep going, but your cells will give you subtle signals, subtle subtle signals. Right, you know, exactly. Don't eat it again. Oh, I'm, I'm finding that out. 
looks like chocolate. <laughs> they keep it at my office, and it tempts me. But for the last two weeks, I have not eaten any. <laughs> there you go. That's right. right. Yes. You know, okay, you, so you, you all are strong, doing strong, a strong self-discipline. Yes, exactly. So you all are doing a tremendous job. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you. I'll be in thank contact. You. Thank you. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Good night. Good night. Yay! It's a dream come true. And the hits yeah. just keep on coming. You know, that's the thing about symptomology, Coach. You know, once you, once we help one person, then, you know, it's families. And Vanessa has been very, very supportive of uh, symptomology, and I, I know Dr. Nari knows that as well, but I just want to, you know, just give her and her family all of the um, accolades and things and say thank you for for being, you know, advocates of symptomology and uh, telling their friends and family about it because that's how it's, it's going to change, you know, one person, one family, and, you know, one block at a time. It's awesome, baby. All right, we done. I, hey, this one right here got my phone burning up over here. It's got the speakers on my computer hot. My keyboard is hot. This has been uh, Dr. Narda. You came in. You came in and put up big numbers tonight. You was in. You was in Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain form here this evening. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let you get some rest, man. Hey. Listen, I, I'm gonna just tell you like this. I couldn't tell that you've been up since two thirty in the morning. I, 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 it didn't sound like you. It sounded like you just put your feet on the floor. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like you just came up from a nap. So I mean, you know, and and that's the thing, man. Is I want to experience joy in the way I teach, the way Doctor Nardi teaches. You know, he finds joy in teaching. You know, and I, I, I even hear. From the grapevine that he's been cracking the whip over there on the students, you know, a little something, you know, and they've been they've been around there. Doctor Nardi talking about, oh man, oh man. I said, hey, 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 hey. I don't want to hear it. if he over there cracking the whip. Then obviously y'all need it, you know. So you know, I just told a little birdie to get back up in the tree and get on back to studying. Don't nobody want to hear about. Uh, Oh, man, we getting ready to go so deep. I got like a couple of phone calls. And I said, man, the whip is getting cracked over there. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, come come on into the six come on into the six month course first. Come on into the six month course. He cracked the whip over there too, but you know, I just hear I just hear that up up in the upper echelon, the whip is really going kapow, kapow, kapow over there. So he moving the ox right. on out. Yeah. That's when they, you know, oil up the whip, you know, over there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's good. That's all good. Okay. I mean, the American School of Symptometry is the place to, to go if you want to help yourself, your family, and um, contribute. I mean, of course, there are many other uh, positions and jobs that people do, but, uh, you know, symptometry is a is an open field and and if people are really ready and want to then come to uh look at the American School of Symptometry dot org and you'll find information on there on how to 
apply and get in and get involved. Yeah, that's that's all I can tell you. I mean, you gotta you gotta be in it to win it. You cannot win it from the sidelines. Uh, you need the whole package. If you think you know your body right now, then give us six months. You know, you you gave you gave some other system six months to know your body. Why don't you just come on over and try try symptometry? You know, uh, I ain't even gonna say I double dog dare you. I'm gonna just say you know try it. You might like it. And this is that when they say, well, you can lead a, a, a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Well, when you get tired of drinking, when you get tired of licking on that salt block, you're going to have to come over here. When you, Once you get dehydrated you, from licking on that salt block, then you can come on over here. You heard the lady just said she was a, her whole family was a vegetarian for 24 years, and she called like she was as happy as peach punch, you know. She was like, oh, yes, we had some lamb the other day, and, da-da. and then somebody just hit me uh, in Canada and told me that they had some curry goat for the first time in 14 years. And they were uh, asking me asking me about the course. So um, some of these stereotypes, man, and some of these dogmas is the exact reason that I do this show. I haven't even done the show on the con game, the organic con game. Like I don't even want to get started. It's such a it's such a like. I mean, I I'll get riled up. Then Doctor Nardi gonna get riled up. Then it's gonna be over after that. You no, know, we trying to let y'all live. But you know there is some there is some shenanigans going on with this whole organic vegetarian thing. And Dr. Narda, he he believes that people got children that they want to send to school and they making lie and they and they paying their bills and he don't want to put them out of work. But uh, I'm not from that particular school. They can still uh, uh, make a good living while helping people. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. Uh, be a misinformation peddler. Like, don't peddle misinformation, especially if you know the other, you know, the right information is out there. If you didn't know, then that's one thing. But once you know, you are accountable, you know. And so to whom much is given, much is required. That's why I'm in it. And that's, you know, I think that's why most of us are here is so we can um, be held accountable and do the right thing. Uh, I want to thank both of you gentlemen tonight for coming in and lending your time. I know you are very busy. Y'all had other things that y'all could have done, but you came in and kicked it with Coach Kair, my audience. I love you for it. We thank you for it. You are always welcome. And the hits just keep on coming. Wow, that's cool. It's awesome, baby! And we're going to leave y'all out of here tonight. The same way that we came in, we're going to leave y'all in peace. We appreciate it. We will see y'all in two weeks. We'll be talking about listening to your inner channels. We might even have a a Christmas edition show for you. Who knows? We might even have something something to do with a symptometry Santa Claus. You never know. Anything can happen between, uh, between now and then. But while you're on your path, we want you to enjoy it, keep your emotions high, sustain yourself, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.
Well, 